Welcome to Books and Bisexuals, where we talk about books that we've read or that we love and wherever our neurodivergent brains take us. I am Brianna. And I'm Nikki. And it is a chilly Thanksgiving mm-hmm. morning. So chilly. I Happy asked, belated Thanksgiving by well, the time like, this comes out. Yeah, I was going to say it's Thanksgiving Monday, but I suppose this comes out on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Tristan asked me last night, he was like, uh, oh, what like what are your plans for tomorrow? Do you work tomorrow? I was like, no, I have the podcast. And he goes, oh, you're not breaking for Thanksgiving? And I was like, why would I do that? It comes out on Friday. And he's like, I don't know. You record on Thanksgiving. And I was like, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving? Like, <laughs> what are we doing yeah, for Thanksgiving? Why we, yeah. Nothing? Mm-hmm. And, like, we went to Andrew's dad's house in the Valley yesterday. And mom is having lunch today. So, like, my brother and his wife and... Bebe are coming back Bebe. from Bebe. are coming back from New Brunswick today. Because um, <clears throat> like because I teach this evening, we record like, in the mornings. Yeah. So like, well, and it's so it's funny because like mm-hmm. I didn't tell you before we started recording. Um, our friend Jake is coming over for breakfast. Oh. Okay. Um, Andrew's meeting him to go for a walk at first lake or second lake at like nine thirty, and then they're coming back here and making breakfast. And I was like. I totally forgot that I record. And Andrew's like, yeah, I thought you would have moved that. And I'm like, well, <laughs> like, it's just, it's just easy. Like, it's a day I always know uh, that's free yeah. and drooling. Like, we finally got a day where we're both kind of guaranteed to have the morning. morning. Yeah. And so now it's just like, great. Mm-hmm. Provided we don't get sick or whatever. Yeah. Like, we're good to go. Yeah, sick or appointments or whatever yeah. comes up. But, like, I'm not going to purposely schedule something. No. Oh, my jaw is Hurts today. fucking killing me today. Ugh. I kept waking up the last two nights. I kept waking up in the middle of the night and the right side of it was clenched. Yeah. Not the whole thing. Just the right side. Just the right side. And so I can feel that everything is on that side and it's tight. And Ugh. like even just like pushing my lips forward to drink my coffee is just like, hmm. My orthodontist called late last week but I missed it because I was on set and uh, so I have to call her tomorrow but she she wants she said the surgeon wants to wait for that facial pain specialist to see what they can do I'm like cool wait for the expensive out of my un- own indeterminate yeah. timeline thing Ugh. and I mean fair because the only thing that really my surgeon can do is another surgery yeah. to like flush stuff out and everything but I'm just like I'm so tired of people being like, well, you had a really big surgery over a year Here ago. Like, I should be healed from this Right? Now. Like, I have more problems now than I had my entire life. Leading up to it. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know what to do. Her, I don't know if I was telling you. Her, her uh, recommendation was Advil and soft foods. For how long? Right? Do you see how broken out my face is? Yeah. That's because the it's... insulin resistance or the insulin sensitivity hormones yeah. react are... badly too. Well, they're formed in your belly. Yeah. And ibuprofen, Advil, is an NSAID, which upsets your stomach, yeah. which upsets your gut biome, which upsets your hormones. And now I have a shit ton of I hormonal acne. I wonder if they could prescribe you tristan gets naproxen with like nexium so naproxen also is like an end it's, it's like the next step up yeah yeah um but they they mix it with nexium which soothes your stomach and i wonder mm. if they could like prescribe you that i don't know because that's still 
shit going on in the gut biome. Yeah. So like it I might have, still. Yeah. So yeah. like I have probiotics. I picked up yeah. probiotics that I've been taking and I have stopped taking the Advil because the pain wasn't much less. Right. So I'm like, this isn't worth it to me. I don't know. But did it do anything for the inflammation? Because, like, that's why people take, like, Advil over, like, yeah. Tylenol. But, like, the pain that I'm experiencing is because it's so inflamed. Right. And it didn't. So it didn't really. That's another reason to go, like, one step above. Like, yeah. I find that naproxen is, like, so, for example, my cramps are so bad. Yeah. And, like, people would be like, oh, well, like, take, like, Midol or whatever. But mm. because it's just, like, a mild pain reliever, it doesn't actually do anything for mm-hmm. me. But I take... Tristan's naproxen subscription subscription prescription (laughs) um and and that works much much better Mm -hmm. and like faster as well Mm. and they like don't share prescriptions all of that jazz but like a pill we also got these pills (laughs) oh geez we got this these pills from virginia before she died because she's like i'm not gonna need these anymore um, so technically, technically they're her prescription. Oh my God. But they actually. You're using the prescription of a dead woman. Yes. They actually had the same prescription. Oh, So okay. they, they both were prescribed the exact same dosage yeah. of naproxen. So right. like, it's fine. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. She's obviously not going to be using no, them. No, you can't waste um, it. We did take her like morphine and stuff back to the. Pharmacy. Pharmacy yeah. to be disposed of. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, but like, the naproxen, like, it's, you can get you can it over get, the counter. Yeah. So, like, this is just a, a more heavy duty, like, an extra strike yeah. version of it mixed I think, with Nexia. I think I even have naproxen um, yeah. on top of the fridge. But it's just, like, oh, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Especially because you've worked so hard to, like, have clear skin. And, yeah. Like, oh, I know. Yeah. I, yeah. I know all of the, like, trials and tribulations you went through. So. I was having a really hard time last week because, like, these red ones that you can really see yeah. they were literally poking out from my oh. face they were so big so and they like were painful inflamed. oh yeah yeah um and then you know i just don't feel good yeah right so you're in pain all the time mm-hmm. and yeah yeah that sucks so yeah i gotta call her tomorrow and i just she's lovely and i just i feel like yeah it's just it's just a struggle. Yeah. I, like, I, I'm like, I don't even, like, I don't even know. I just feel like there's nobody trying to help me. You're, like, upset about the outcome, but you know that, like, she didn't plan for this outcome to happen. No. And, like, I, yeah. But also, like, I'm just supposed to live in pain for yeah. months and months. And that's what it feels like, like, especially in Nova Scotia with Nova Scotia healthcare. Like, yeah. it really feels like sometimes they're just like, well, we can't help you until this happens, but that's going to be three years from now. Yeah. Like Tristan, Tristan injured mm. his shoulder, uh, literally four years ago now. Jesus, um, four years ago in March, and he has been waiting this entire time for surgery. Like yeah. they told him, like three or four months after he injured it, that he was going to need surgery. Yeah, and he's been waiting this entire time for surgery. Yeah, yeah, and like sure, COVID. Yeah, but like, no one could have predicted, well, people did predict, people did but, predict like, it, but, like, no one could have predicted how bad it was going to be and how many things they would have to stop doing and, like, all of this stuff. Yeah, but, like, but still, like, still, like, oh, my God, like, that's not even that abnormal, to be honest. No, 
I, when they canceled my jaw surgery in April of 2021, because COVID hit yeah, an upswing again, yeah. I was like, I was convinced that it was going to be like For, a year. Yeah. For and, yeah. And when, um, when they called me in June, I think it was, and they said, Hey, we have a date for you in October. I said, October. I was like, surgeries have opened up again. Why do I have to wait for October? I was three days away. Yeah. Like I was literally about to get my surgery. Why do I now have to wait to tell other people get it? I should be front of that line. Yeah. Yeah. So she was like, well, did you want it with this surgeon? And I was like, you mean the surgeon I've gone through my entire treatment plan with? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Now I don't know, but. And now you're like, should I have just taken whoever? I don't know. But, um, yeah, so she was able to get me in on July 26th. But I was just like, that's fucking bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit that, like... And you know what? I get that some people then have, like, emergent cases that maybe, like, needed to come before you or whatever. Right. But at the same time, like... Your surgery is three days away. Yeah. You should have been the first scheduled yeah. when you came back. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, I know. Like, I still have freaking braces in my mouth. I know. Ugh. Yeah. Wild. I know. Um, so, a cool thing happened on our Instagram. I'm telling you guys. Yes! Oh, my God! <laughs> I, we'll, okay. we'll have to tag her again, because hopefully she'll listen to this. But, yeah. like, we were we were fangirling. Yeah, so the, um, the author of In the Shadow Garden, Liz Parker, uh, because when we post on Instagram... We um, hashtag we the authors. We tag their author, the authors, we tag their books. I don't, yeah, um, I don't tag them, I just hashtag them. Yes, but, yeah. that's, sorry, yeah, yeah hashtag yeah. them. Yeah. Um, but, uh, she must, uh, like, get notifications when mm. her name is hashtag. Um, and she commented on our Instagram, like, oh my god, that's so exciting, like, I'm gonna listen to your episode, and we were like, we loved your book, because yeah. I loved her book. Yes. Um, and then she commented again, saying that she had listened and laughed, and, uh, was glad we didn't spoil her book. <laughs> 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 Which, uh, to be fair, yes, I do... I get very excited and mm-hmm. like, kind of like unintentionally spoil a bunch of books because I just want to like tell Nikki the twists yeah. and stuff. <laughs> um, but then I, I, we <laughs> this morning we're like maybe we should try not to spoil mm, like the the, the twists. twists or like the big moments. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> and it's funny because I was like, yeah, we should do that. You know, for all the books that I read, <laughs> which is Ugh. so many, she just doesn't talk about. Them. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, we're going to try to be better, but, uh, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thank you. Um, we, I loved In the Shadow Garden. Mm -hmm. I, like, hand sold it to a few people. Mm. I staff picked it at work. She was like, I can't believe you hand sold it to two, maybe three people. Yeah. Um, so I staff picked it, which is just, you know, to let all my coworkers know that I loved it and they can call me over to talk about it. Nice. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I was also thinking of making it my, like, CEO award, which is, like, a thing where if we, uh, employees of Indigo, if we sell, we can do CEO 50 or CEO 100, and it's basically if you sell 50 of any given thing, Mm. so it can be, like, a product, it can be a book, but if you sell 50 of them, you get, I think it's $25, 
in a gift card. And then if you sell 100 of them, you get 75. Oh, so cool. I think I'm going to do that. It also means I'm going to have to order more. So, yeah. <laughs> but I, cool. I loved it so much. Um, I think it's such a great read. So I'm just going to shout it out again. Yes. In the Shadow Garden, Liz Parker. Definitely read it. Mm. Uh, I'm honestly shocked it was a debut because it's fantastic. Yeah, I remember you saying that last yeah. week. Um, I don't know if you creeped her Instagram profile. I did. I love that she goes to bookstores and, and signs, her, signs her books. Like yes. she's just like, I'm gonna. Oh, and we there's have, my book. I'm gonna sign it. Yeah, we have authors that do that, and really? we have we have signed by author stickers that we put on. Yeah, but I don't think she told anybody. Like she mm-hmm. just went no. in and like signed um, them and said, Hey, here, there's a couple yeah. signed copies here. Uh, Abby Jimenez does that as well. I talked about her books on mm, here before. Yes. Part of Your World is the one I talked about, but I've read all of hers. Yeah. Um, Abby Jimenez goes around and signs her books, That's and so, so does Liz Parker. Um, I love it. But yeah, it was, uh, I we fangirled a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I texted Brianna. I was like, did you see and who I commented? I didn't because I didn't have my data on, but um. <laughs> I also went to work and was like, oh my god, <laughs> like, an author talked to me. Yeah, I was like, this is the first time this has happened. It was also really funny because on our staff, we have an author, Natalie Corbett Sampson. I'm going to shout her out because mm. her books are also fantastic. Um, and I was talking to her and I was like, I was fangirling. And Natalie's like, Natalie's like you talk to me every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but you're not. Like, yeah. you're... <laughs> it's a different relationship. It's a different relationship. So, yeah, yeah very exciting. Um, yeah, I don't know. It feels like we, like, made it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. An but... author commented An on author. her post. And shared it. She shared it on her story. Oh, I didn't see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, so. Exciting. Yeah. So yeah. Thanks. thanks for listening. Um, uh, I had such good intentions of reading, of reading this, this week. week. And then, uh, well, and it's funny. So I forget if I said last week, I was on set on Thursday. Yeah. And so I was like, cool, I'm going to. Doing some background. Yeah, I was doing some background. And so I brought a play, like I brought George F. Walker's um, Suburban Motel. Oh, yeah. Plays. Suburban Motel? Yeah. Yeah. Suburban Motel. Um, Because we did Criminal Genius in my, one of my acting classes. And so I was like, well, I'm going to read another one. And it's also. Like, it's good as an actor to keep reading plays. Mm-hmm. So I was going to read it on set. Um, but the first day that we got there, maybe... Because I got there and I had breakfast and coffee. Such good perks of being union. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's just like, I'm going to go to craft and get some breakfast. Um, and so... Worth the union dues and, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. indeed. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so um, maybe, like, I don't know. A half an hour, 45 minutes after we all got there. Um, they said, okay, um, we're we're traveling now, which means, like, you're going to the location to be ready for set. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we all left our stuff in the tent. And then we oh. sat on picnic tables under this, like, wooden structure with mm-hmm. no walls. It was just a roof. Um, like a... Gondola, not gondola. That's not what it's called. Pergola. Yeah, ex- but it was like it's just yeah. It was like a little house, mm. but but without walls. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and we pavilion. Sat. Pavilion. Yeah, that sure. works. Yeah. Um, and we just sat. <laughs> just bored. For and hours. we sat. <laughs> I mean, it was like we had really good conversation. Like right. one of the yeah. actors that was there, I've worked with her before. 
Um, and I was talking to another gentleman who was a teacher. He's retired now. And so, you know, like that was fine. And, you know, we would go get coffee and snacks and, and that sort of stuff. It was cold though. Mm. Like I was not prepared to just be sitting. Fall hit with a vengeance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Anyway, it turned out that we we were there and one of the, like, the AD who was responsible for us came over and she was like, um, so it doesn't look like they're going to use you guys today, so you'll probably be wrapped soon. And we were like, oh. oh. <laughs> I mean, which will get paid for it, right? Yeah. So I got paid for eight hours, but I was only there for five. Yeah. So I was like, okay. But, like, damn, because... I would have. You could have spent that whole time reading. Or yeah, whatever. I was like, like I should have just brought my book. Right, yeah, I should have brought my but... book down. And so that was fine. So anyway, we wrapped and everything. And then Friday morning, um, I got an email again at 1030. And they were like, hey, can you make it to set for one today? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. It's like I had to cancel some things, some things that I was really, really excited about. Oh no! I know. Um, there was like a lunch get together that I had to cancel, oh. and I was so disappointed. But I was just like, I was like, I need to make some money. <laughs> You're like, I actually need oh. an income. Yeah, and so um, she was very understanding, which is oh, That's so, so lovely. I, That's and lovely. yeah, and I was like, please invite me to the next one. Um, so anyway, got there at one and they were like at one they were like, okay, we're traveling. So I brought my phone this time because I didn't Smart. even bring my phone the last time. Smart. Um, and we get down to the same pavilion <laughs> and we sat <laughs> and I put, I put toe warmers, like, like foot oh, warmers on nice. my toes. Smart. Yeah. Um, and, uh. We didn't get on set again. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So we sat there for another five hours, like, again, just chit-chatting and whatever. And I was like, I should have brought my damn book. Yeah. Um, So then we were wrapped after five hours. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it's fine. It was funny because I was like, man, I had to cancel this thing to go do this. And uh, a friend of mine was like, yeah, but... You weren't on camera, which means you can still audition for literally anything, anything. next year. Yeah. I was like, this is true. Fair. This is very true. Um, so, so yeah, it was, it was just one of those That's things. Fun. Yeah, it happens. Meanwhile, I left your house last Monday. Yeah. Uh, and like four hours later, got a sinus <laughs> infection. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you told me, like, four days later. I did. It was so funny because you messaged me, like, Wednesday or something, and I was, like, in the throes of it. And you're like, how are you doing? And I was like, I'm fine. Yeah. Like, and I was like, <laughs> and then on the weekend, you were like, oh, my God, I just got over this awful head cold. And I'm like, um, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> it was, I don't, I think my thought process on Wednesday, because I was very sick. And so I was just, like, you know, a little... <laughs> a little just like in my head and weird about it but I was like I don't want to tell Nikki that I'm sick because she'll think that I that like she got me sick and she didn't because the like you know timing yeah. just like didn't work out which yeah. I told you in my text I, yes. like, I got a little sinus infection but it, it could wasn't not from be you. you um <laughs> and so I just like skipped over it like I was at home just like whatever yeah um but uh, it meant that I had to 
call out for a couple of days this week just because like I did not feel well enough to go in um they would have let me work like I I've been wearing a mask ever since at work um because I don't want to get my coworker sick no yeah um but I'm still like recovering a little bit from that so I'm still a little stuffy but mostly fine yeah well it was funny because when I was texting you back after that text in my brain, I was like, oh my god, I'm so glad I didn't get sick. And I was going to send that in the text message, and I was like, no, that's not nice. Like, that's not fine to send. Like, oh, well, at least I didn't get yeah. sick. <laughs> Tristan definitely um, gave that to me from work. Mm. He said that he, because I was like, oh, like I woke up, and I, or like that evening, I was like, I don't feel very well. And then I woke up the next day, and I was meant to go to work. Um, cause I went to work on Monday, like mm. I worked for eight hours on Monday, mm. but then I got home and I was like, I'm like more drained than I should be drained. Right. Uh, woke up the next morning just like dying. Like my sinuses were just so tight mm. and like everything, like my ears hurt. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Yep. I used to get ear infections a lot as a kid. And yep. so like when I have sinus infections and my ears hurt, I just fucking, I hate it. Yep. Um, and... Tristan was like, oh, you know what? I probably gave that to you. I was feeling just a little, like, off for a couple of days, but I was fine. And I was like, fucking what? Thanks. He, he never tells me until he's, like, near death. Right. He doesn't tell me if he's, like, feeling sick or whatever. Andrew's like, if I am going to the hospital for tests because they think I have cancer, like, I'm not telling you until after the fact. And what? I'm like, I don't fucking think so. I don't I'm think like, so. You are telling me that you're going yes. for these tests like yes hello we both have dead parents from cancer like you're not fucking you're not, around like, with that i will be angry that you hit it oh me. my god so yes. angry so fucking angry like here take take the take ring the, back here you go yeah like <laughs> god damn no that does Mm-mm. not happen but also tristan tends to like um burn through sicknesses really quickly like which is fine which is fine just like but like let me know yeah. he i so I listened to um, My Favorite Murder, and yes. one of, like, uh, Karen says that one of her pets is fiercely private, which is, like, a kind of joke between them because, like, it's a pet, whatever. Right. <laughs> but ever since I heard that, I now think in my brain, like, Tristan is fiercely private. Yeah. Because he, like, he won't tell me when he's not feeling well. Um, we actually had this really funny moment where one of our mutual friends, Charlotte, she had told Tristan something with kind of the expectation that he would tell me. Right. But because she didn't explicitly say, mm-hmm. you can tell Brianna, he just didn't tell me. Right. And then later she came over and we were both there and she just started talking about this like thing. And I was like, wait, 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 back up. What are you talking about? And she's like, Tristan didn't tell you? And Tristan's like, why would I tell her? And and Charlotte was like, because she's your wife? Yeah, because you're married. What? uh... So, um, yeah, Tristan is fiercely private. He uh, really, truly believes that whatever you tell him stays in the locked vault unless you tell him he can tell people. Um, I did get him, Charlotte and I did give him, like, explicit permission. Like, Like ongoing. Share, like, ongoing explicit, you can Uh, share what we talk about. Um, But, you know, he, it's great. It's part of his, like, Virgo loyalty, although he does not believe in astrology. Astrology. So, (laughs) the other day I said to him, like, you've never been more of a Virgo. And he was just like, what the fuck does that even Ah! mean? (laughs) Uh, 
Speaking of, so when this comes out. Oh my god, the Zodiac Academy? No. Oh. Okay, so when this comes out, it comes out on the 14th. We which got is? married, which is the day after our yes. fifth anniversary. So hopefully, Sorry, you were, it was like Virgo. So I know. I was, yeah. No. <laughs> speaking of my husband, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> our fifth anniversary is October thirteenth. They got married on a Friday. We got married on a Friday. It was so fun. Um, she said her name wrong. I said my name wrong. <laughs> I got stung by a bee. Oh yeah! <laughs> when we were getting pictures done. When I was getting pictures done with my dad, we were just like have, posing, and I got stung by a bee. Have we shared the photo to our Instagram of when you said your name wrong? I don't think, I think so. That's what our, I think that's what our our midweek photo is gonna be. Yeah. Um, because it's a beautiful photo. It's we're all so laughing. Good. Um. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, we did not. But I'll find it. And yeah, I'll, I'll put it. I'll post it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I just want to say that hopefully we had a really good date night. We have a plan to go uh, sip some bourbons because we've never had bourbon before. Oh, and in the shadow garden is inspired me. Um, so definitely tag it. I, yeah. I will actually tag Liz <laughs> yeah. Parker in this one. Um. And we're going to go sip some bourbons, uh, and that's going to be our little, like, fifth anniversary celebration. I love that. So, looking forward to it. I think it probably went well. It was probably a good day. Ah, I love that you're talking, like, in the past. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure yesterday was, like, I'm sure yesterday was really so nice. Night. Um, I'll probably post, like, on our anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. That would be lovely. Um, so, so, you know, she posted yesterday. Yeah. I put, So go check. <laughs> go check our po- Instagram post from yesterday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Talking in the future about the past. Weird. It's so it's weird. weird. But um, big shout out to my lovely husband, Tristan. Um, I can't believe <laughs> that it's been five years. It, that's mind-boggling. I can still picture that day so vividly, <laughs> so vividly. in my head. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember we got to the house early. Yeah. And so we were hiding in the front we door. We had to go. So, okay. So my wedding, we um, held it in the backyard of one of our friends, Johnny. It was so um, sweet. Like It was in the backyard of his father's house yeah. because we had just been, like, talking about it at work. Um, and he was like, well, let's see, like, let me see if my dad will let us host. And yeah. I was like, that would be fantastic. Um, and he has a lovely backyard. Yeah. Like, very beautiful. But, uh, through a bunch of series of events, like Tristan's car was late. He was meant to have arrived before us. Yeah. Um. Which is funny because we were late. Yeah, we were late. <laughs> we were driving in from Sackville and he was just coming in from downtown yeah. uh, to Spryfield, to Greystone, where we, uh, got married. Um, I got married at Greystone. It sounds so like <laughs> it like sounds throne, very fancy. Throne of, throne of Game of Thronesy. Yeah, th- oh, throne, a throne, throne of throne, throne things. Throne. <laughs> some sort of fantasy that yes. has the name throne in Greystone. it. Greystone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when we got there, like Tristan, his car hadn't gotten there yet. And so we had to run and hide, like, in this it man's was, front I know. room. And he was just, like, watching TV, just, like, whatever. It was so awkward. Um, but I'm very grateful that he, like, yes. allowed it. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. it was very awkward because I'd never met this man in my life. Basically, it was all through Johnny. Like, we had all, like, arranged everything just through him. And he was like, yeah, my dad doesn't really care. Like, whatever. Right. Um, so, very nice. Um mm. 
I'm also, I just think of like all the little details that I had like planned so specifically and then they like went awry in some way. Like uh, I had spent literal fucking hours clipping like hole punching hearts out of leaves so that I could have like. Oh, the confetti. Like Allie, my niece, uh, like throw that instead of like glitter or flowers or whatever so that they would be biodegradable, you know. Because biodegradable glitter, if you don't know, is very expensive. So I was just like, well, I'll just do this. But I spent fucking hours doing it. And then we hadn't explained it well enough to her that she was supposed to do that as she was walking down the aisle. So she ended up not throwing them at all. And then we do have really nice pictures of, like, um, afterwards. I was We played with it and we just, like, mm. threw it in the air. And it was very, very cute. Yeah. But, like, the fact that I spent, like hours doing that and then it ended up being like two photos was very like damn it (laughs) damn it like I didn't need to do that effort but no it was great it was beautiful yeah yeah no it was very fun and then I ended up uh like six months or so later like posting all of my like excess wedding decorations and someone just took them wholesale so nice yeah amazing (laughs) fantastic yeah I think I got like 20 bucks for them so good to go great yeah, like you guys did your wedding on a budget. We, and it, it was, was like, great. other than my, so with my dress included, which my mother paid for, it was about $1,500 to $1,700 <laughs> all told for the entire wedding. Yeah. So a real budget wedding. Yeah. Um, but it was lovely. But it was lovely. It was beautiful. Right? Like, I had a great time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, um, someone was saying the other day, they're like, oh, yeah, so-and-so spent, like, $37,000 on their <laughs> wedding. I'm like, what? Ooh, I'm uh, like, if I had $37,000, I would be it would buying a house. Be- I Trip. Like, I would be going on a trip. I would not be spending it on a wedding. I would not be spending it on a wedding. Like, like, don't get me wrong. We used a lot of, like, personal connections to get a lot of things free. Like, Nikki's wedding gift to me was my hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, we got ready at Nikki's house, like... Um, Mom did the photography. You yeah, paid for her dinner. I paid for her dinner, so, like, yeah. cheapest photography ever for really fantastic photos. Yeah. Um, we got the venue for free because we had a friend who had a backyard that was available, and, like, yeah. it was early enough in October that it was still mild-ish. Yeah. Like, it was, like, a little chilly, but not terrible. It wasn't bad at all. Because um, it was daytime, and it was yeah. sunny. Excuse me. So... <sighs> Yeah, um, you can definitely do weddings for cheap. You yeah. can also do weddings for very, very much. Yes, so. yes, yeah, so. I originally had wanted to get uh, Sydney McLean to do McLennan. my... McLennan? McLennan, oh my God, <laughs> I say her name wrong every time. Sydney McLennan yeah. to do my wedding photography, but it was just way out of our price yeah. range, unfortunately, and yeah. like absolutely oh, deserves her, it. Yeah. Her photography is beautiful, go check yeah. it out. Um, but like... I was going to say, I think at that, it, at that time, the price of your wedding was the price of yes, a wedding package. package. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we ended up not going with her. And I literally sent her a message just being like, ah, this is my dream. But unfortunately, I just can't afford you. And she was like, I get it. Yeah. I, I do. And I'm like, I'm not asking you to give discounts or anything. Like, I'm just telling you, 
I would love to have you do this. I Her can't afford you. Worth it. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah. But um, did you know she yeah. just got married? Yes. Yeah. Her photos are gorgeous. Yes. Oh my Her god. Her dress. dress. Was amazing. It was just. It's this beautiful, simple dress. Yeah. But she just. Shines. Oh my god. But she's. She's gorgeous. Yeah. Uh Sydney yeah. McLennan. Go yeah. check her out. It's so beautiful. Yeah. I think it's literally just Sydney McLennan photography. Oh, uh, let me. Let's get her Instagram. Uh, stop moving the screen. Um, because uh, I think everyone should go check her out. And if you're in the market for a wedding photographer, she she is, is incredible. Yeah. Um, do we follow her? I don't know, but we should. Um, so it's Sydney McLennan, S Y D N E Y M A C L E N N A N. Yeah. Um, she spends part of her time here and part of her time in Germany because her husband is German. German. Yeah. yeah. But her photos oh, man. are just, just, they're stunning. so, so gorgeous. So aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Like, they're soft and, and beautiful and oftentimes, what is that word? Not posed. What is candid? Oh, candid. Just oh, yeah. Really, like, truly, the dream. And that's her. I know she's beautiful. Yeah, and yeah. we love her. She's the sweetest human. We sang in Zara with her. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's um one of my piano students um is friends with her sister. Oh, and so like they know like they know the they know of all of them and they have like. Sydney has like six or eight siblings. It's like a lot of siblings. Yeah, I think there's five of them total. Five, seven, five. It's definitely a lot. There's it's, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember one time having a conversation and she said something about like her brother. And I was like, oh, how many siblings do you have? And I'm she just like think. numbered them off. And it was so many. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have a big family. They do have a big family. Oh, her, her regular account is private. Of course. Um, but I follow her, <laughs> yeah. so I can follow that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to find, like, a, a, picture like a wedding picture. That with her whole family. It. Yeah, because like, she has, like, a wedded thing i da, 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 da. oh her dress was so she had two gorgeous. dresses too and they, and were, they were both so, so beautiful um but honestly like they just they have so they they deserve all the happiness in the world oh my gosh i mean yeah um yeah i don't know i don't know but she, big family big family wonderful lovely human yes yeah yeah I feel determined to find this because there's, <laughs> there's either five of them or seven of them. Yes. And, and I'm like, I know that there's either like five or seven. Yeah. And I'm like, is it seven? Like, does she have six siblings? Right. Like. <laughs> yeah. And I've met them all. Yeah. Uh, no, there's five of them. There's five of them. Okay. okay. Yeah. I just uh, know that it's like a bigger family than normal. Seven in her whole family. Yeah. That's, that's why it. we're thinking seven. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, good. So now that we I'm just glad. spent five minutes on Sydney's family. <laughs> Sydney, we love you. We love you. Go check her <laughs> photography out because it's the prettiest yeah, photography I've ever seen. So nice. She is very, very talented. Yeah. Um, so how many books did you read this week? Okay, so I did only read three. <gasps> That's it? I know. Well, now I feel like I should just read one while you're talking. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I kept pick, meaning to pick up that Coffee with Mozart one. Oh, yeah, yeah, I just, I don't care about Mozart that much. Yeah. 
Like, I just mm. don't. If it was coffee <laughs> with Chopin or coffee with Beethoven, you'd like I'd feel be, more. Yeah. Yeah. But, and that's why I was really excited about a play because I can read a play real fast. Yeah. Because there's not like all the description. Just dialogue. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like little bits of stage direction, but otherwise it's just dialogue. And so you just zip, 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 zip. Yeah. I got a bunch of them I need to read. I, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> what did you um, read? So again, it's Witchy October. So um, yes. continuing with the witchy theme. Uh-huh. Um, so I read. Ooh, this was cute. Um, okay, so I read uh, Not the Witch You Wed by April Asher. Okay. And it is the start of a series. Um, so Violet is the eldest of three magical triplets. So basically, she's the, the for- firstborn triplet of magical family. Uh-huh. Um... And her grandmother is what they call the prima of witches. Okay. So basically she, like, is super, super powerful. Uh-huh. Um, and as the firstborn... Sorry. <laughs> I'm just, like, trying to have this serious conversation and Nikki's just, like, hand in her mouth. I'm trying to do my mouth stretches <laughs> while Brianna talks to help my job. Oh, this is why I can't do them in public. I can turn around. No, no, it's fine. Um, so, so as the eldest of the triplets, she is meant to basically like take over for her grandmother's role as prima. Uh-huh. Um, but she can't because she doesn't have any magic. Oh, um, or seemingly mm. doesn't have any magic. Um, and so she gets uh like her second sister because they're triplets right so her the second triplet takes over um her name is rose yes no it's it's violet rose and olive very cute Uh oh cute um so uh one day violet runs into a, a childhood friend slash lover who just absolutely shattered her heart when he didn't run away with her. They had made plans to run away on, like, Violet's 18th birthday or something, um, and he just didn't show up to Mm. run away with her. Uh, So he absolutely shattered her heart. She was like, fine, whatever, fuck you. Um, And they run into each other at Rose's engagement to, like, a, a guy uh so rose as the prima gets engaged to or as the prima apparent gets engaged to uh the french alpha of all shifters so basically um every like area so like north america has a an alpha uh, of the shifters and then like france has what whatever right not important. <laughs> It'll be important in book two. Oh, okay. Um, because book two is definitely about Rose. <sighs> but, uh, so Violet runs into Lincoln. That's his name. Lincoln is now the North American Alpha. Um, so he's big and powerful. Mm-hmm. He's on the council of, like, magical beings, mm-hmm. uh, along with her grandmother, who is the prima. Um, and when she runs into him, her magic sparks... And she's, like, never had magic really before. Hmm. And so um, they get forced into a little bit of a, uh, like, fake dating situation because Lincoln is almost 
33, which means he needs to take a mate to be able to stay as the alpha. It's like weird old archaic rules. Right. And then another archaic rule is brought into the forefront where uh, Violet has to be witch bonded, which is about the, like pretty much the same thing, because she's the firstborn of a triplet. Right. And it's like another archaic rule. Right. So they start fake dating to make it seem like, you know, they're... Doing their thing. Doing their thing. Right. Um, and then that quickly becomes a real dating situation. What? I never um, would have expected that. <laughs> and, like, I have other things uh, that I definitely want to say. <laughs> Where I just want to tell you the rest of the plot uh, of the book. Well, you can tell me. I'll tell off, you later. Off my <laughs> We're going to see how this goes. Yeah. We're going to see if I can, like, pull it back. Um. <laughs> um, I was just going to say, I I really don't like the fake dating trope. You don't? I don't think I do. It's just too predictable and too, I, okay, like, yeah. it's so easy to fall back on and be like, oh, well, they're fake dating, but now they're, they're real, real dating. dating. Right? Like, it's like, um, uh, Yes. I, I like it mostly because... In the books that I read, they're often dual POV. So, like, you get the point of view from, like, in this case, from Violet, but also Lincoln. So you get to know what they're thinking. Um, And usually, like, one of them is only in the fake dating because they want to real date them. Right. (laughs) You know? Yeah. And it's usually, like, like, in this case, I think Lincoln suggests the fake dating but really because he is still in love with violet from when they were younger mm. and he kind of wants to try and get back in her good graces right and but she agreed so somewhere but she agrees so in some part of her she's like okay this is fine you right know? um very cute though yeah. this was such a cute story i made the mistake i guess oh this is such a good time to plug the fact that we now have a goodreads page yeah <laughs> a goodreads account um, oh, whoa. Sorry. <laughs> Your computer did something weird. That's because the mouse is doing weird things. It's um, fine. yeah, so I set up, uh, it's under books and bisexuals as if that's like a name. I put, literally, it's like books and, and then bisexuals is the last name. <laughs> so every time I get emails, it emails and it's like, hi, books, books and. Hi, books and. <laughs> <laughs> but so I went on to Goodreads to be like, I read this. Um, and. I was looking at the reviews because I rated this as a five star. I thought it was super cute. I yes, I agree that some of the tropes in there are like, like very cliche. Um, but I was reading some of the reviews because it only has like a three point seven or something on oh. on Goodreads, and I was like, oh, I thought it was better than that. And <laughs> I got like incensed at a couple of the reviews, like the one stars, where I was like, oh, gross. Why are you even reading books like this if you don't? Like, I was so mad. And like, I was like, no, I need to stop reading reviews. Mm. Like, these made me, yeah. So I love this book. Some people did not love this book. Um, one person's, one of their points was that when she swears, when Violet swears in the book, she says hell's spells, which I agree is so dumb. <laughs> Sorry, April Asher, if you listen to this. It was a dumb swear. Right. But, but I think it makes sense in the context of, like, the world building and whatever. Right. Like, it's, I get it. Right. They also hated that she called her magic sparky, but I can understand why she would do that. Because it doesn't spark. 
Yeah, because it literally, like, when they touch, she gets little, like, purple sparkles on her hands. Right. And so she's, it's like a spark. Right. Like sparky. Right. So I get that. I, it didn't bother me. Right. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, but that's the world that it is. Um, so, yeah, it was really funny to mm. read these reviews and feel, like, <laughs> like personally attacked yeah, for like, some reason. Uh, excuse, excuse me. Excuse me. That was the whole <laughs> point, Larry, or whatever his <laughs> name was. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was um, Not the Witch You Wed by April Asher. I thought it was really cute. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I said we'll read every other book she puts out. So, oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, and then I read A Lullaby for Witches by Hester Fox, which hilariously we have mentioned on this podcast before, because when I was talking about looking for Jane, I had mentioned that it was a, like, staff pick. Yeah. And we were looking at photos of the alcove that I had taken to try and find the, oh, like... Oh, right. And you said, is it Lullaby for Witches? And I went, no, it's not. I haven't read that. Ah! So... Like more than a year, <laughs> or not even not, a year, not a year, like six months ago. Yeah. So six months later, I finally read it. Uh, a lullaby for witches by Hester Fox. Really good. Ah. I love. I it. knew it. That's why I pointed it out. Yeah, you knew I was gonna love it. So, um, so this is a story about Augusta. So it's actually a dual POV with Augusta in uh modern times. That was a question I was gonna ask. Are all books written in, like, dual no. plus POV now? No. Okay. Just, I've been reading, like, a lot of them. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm like, one of my books I don't want to write in dual POV. No. You don't have to. Um, it's not necessary, but I do find that it's um, weirdly common nowadays to yeah, have, like, multiple I mean. POV. Yeah. But you don't need to. Okay. Um, so anyway. one of them is Augusta. This is... Um, modern day she gets a job at harlow house um as like a curator for their ceramics collection okay (laughs) yeah um uh and then the other pov is margaret uh harlow who lived in like the early 1800s late 1700s i can't remember but basically like in the past right Um, so Margaret is a witch and so Margaret is telling like her story about her life and how she died because obviously she's already dead. Like we know that. Mm -hmm. Um, that's not a spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, so Augusta gets this job and feels like a connection to this house, a connection to Margaret. Um, she decides to try and make a like... Uh, an exhibit. Oh my god, my brain. She tried to make, she started to make like an exhibit um, partially based around Margaret, um, Mm. but there wasn't enough information about Margaret, so she made it kind of just like the women in the 1750s or something. Oh, there we go. 1750s. Came out of my brain from nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we get the story of Margaret her life, how she dies, um, but, like, told throughout the entire book because Mm. um, we're also told through the lens of, like, Augusta trying to find her in, like, little bits and pieces of, like, um, the first time that Margaret, like, that Augusta finds, like, an actual confirmed they had a daughter 
Because women oftentimes weren't talked about, mm. even in, like, censuses and stuff, because they didn't have jobs. They didn't, you know, like, Margaret was a 19-year-old girl who, like, basically just lived at home, and she was 19 when she died. So, mm. like, they, she's just, like, lost to time, essentially. Right. And the first, like, official sign that they had a daughter that the Harlows had a daughter was um a line in their accounting books for five girls dresses and they're like look they bought girls dresses they had to have had a daughter Mm. and that's so fascinating to me like that that's the only thing like it's just tiny little bits and pieces of like yes Margaret existed wow um, and there's also, like, a portrait in the house that they assume is Margaret, but aren't, like, entirely sure until later that it is her. Um, meanwhile, like, Augusta is, so at the start of the book, she's in, like, a dead-end tour job, um, and applies for this Harlow House position just out of, like, oh, my God, like, I'm so tired of this job. Yeah. Um, gets the job. It's, like, quite a bit of ways from where she actually lives, Oh my god, sorry. It's a little burp. Um, and she starts to realize that she like doesn't actually like her boyfriend. It feels like they're going nowhere. Her life is kind of stagnating. Um, and all of this kind of happens because she's at Harlow House and really feels alive there. Yeah. And so a bunch of stuff happens. It's very good. Um, it's really intriguing. I, I want to tell you all about it. Oh my god, we're gonna have I to can, have like I can see you just like and a lot of stuff happens and uh huh and I can just see it like trying to come out. <laughs> I just want to. We are gonna have to have like a second, like mm-hmm. not podcast, but like a second time after where we just tell you what actually happened. Okay, so this, this so this, 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 this. so in the mm-hmm. anyway, um. It's very intriguing, very fascinating. I loved the way that the story, like, unfolded through partially Margaret telling her story, but also partially through, like, Augusta learning things Mm. in real, like, in our present day. Yeah. Um, It was so good. Mm. Like, I've never read anything by Hester Fox. She's written a few different titles. Um, I actually have a couple more of her books at home that I got out from the library. I was just going to say, are they at the library? Yeah. I'm going to put one on hold right now. Yeah, so um, the two that I have are The Orphan of Cemetery Hill and The Widow of Pale Harbor. Hester Fox? Yeah. Um, And she also has another one, but... So, which one do I want? Lullaby for Witches. That one's really good. Okay, Orphan of Cemetery Hill. I haven't read that, but I have that checked out. Okay. I have this checked out, and then there's also this one. So, like, honestly... Oh, but this... You've only read the first one. I've only read this one, which is actually her latest. So, I think it goes, like, this one, this one, and then this one. Is it a series? Not really. Okay. So, they definitely mention um, Pale Harbor, which is another one of her books, um, the Widow of Pale Harbor. They mention Pale Harbor in uh, A Lullaby for Witches because mm-hmm. they go there. That's where um, her new love interests, uh, whose name I cannot remember, oh, Leo. Oh. Leo. Oh. Uh, that's where his mom lives. And so they go up there for reasons related to plot. They go up there for reasons. <laughs> um, I just put a hold on that one. Cool. Oh, okay. It sounds really good. Yeah, Fox's Spin, Fox's, 
What? What? Fox, Fox spins. spins a satisfying debut yarn that includes witchcraft, tragedy, and love set in 1821 New England. Ooh. Oh, this is by about Lydia. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. This is, and this is the first one. Okay, so. They Lydia, are a series. Well, they're sorts. not a series, but they're definitely connected because Lydia. Um, oh, no, that's a spoiler. But Lydia. <laughs> Lydia's important. Okay. In A Lullaby for Witches. Okay, because it says, 10 years ago, Lydia Montrose unwittingly mm-hmm. summoned a dark power from within herself mm-hmm. to torment a neighborhood bully. Mm-hmm. Now 18, her family's forced to move from Boston to Willow Hall Estate in New Oldbury, Massachusetts, to escape scandalous rumors concerning her older sister, Caroline. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. I've checked so it out. That's the one perfect. thing I like about like putting a hold on a book is like they'll just bring it to the library that yes. you want it to go to. Yes, I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Libraries are so important. I don't want to go to Tantalon. Actually, the only book of hers that I haven't checked out because it wasn't in the library. Uh, but there's like there's they're, four they're copies. Available for they're sure. available. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna have to put a hold on that as well because now having read a lot of Bye for Witches. I'm like you want to know the history of Lydia. I do. I right. do. That's the history of Lydia. Yes. Okay. Um, because I started reading The Widow of Pale Harbor. Oh, and, yes. And um, I was like, it wasn't super captivating, but now having read her latest, I now want to read the others. Right. Which I think happens to me a lot, where I read like a book in a series and then go, oh, I should read the rest of the series. Hmm. Well, it's like I read the last book in the Ike Schwartz Right, yeah. And now you're like... The first one is still out there. I've renewed it twice. Oh. And I've read like four pages. You're doing it. You're you're getting it. Now I want to check out the... No, I'm just kidding. Put a hold on it so that you have to return it. There's... No, there's four... Oh, that Um, one. That one. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, I still think even with like the whole switch to like no fines and stuff you can still only renew it three times yeah i think so i don't know yeah um Um, yeah so that was really good uh very interesting i i said four out of five but i can't remember why oh Uh, oh maybe i said this was such a good and intriguing book i love seeing how augusta finds herself oh i remember why i said five because um, she definitely has an eating disorder that just kind of goes unaddressed by the people in her life. Oh. Mm. And um, I think Hester did a really, so Hester Fox, the author, mm. I think she did a really good job about writing like uh, like an eating disorder that doesn't exactly look like an eating disorder. Oh. Um like, you can definitely tell it's an eating disorder, but, like, people in her life are very hesitant to, like, bring it up to her. Mm. Um, and when a certain plot point happens that I'll tell you about later, it becomes very apparent that she it's, like, an It's eating an eating disorder, disorder. yeah. Yeah. Um, so I highly recommend. I think people should read this book. I think everyone should read everything by Hester Fox because it's really well written. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Cool. All right. And then the other, the last book that I read. Yes. You're going to laugh. Was an anthology. Oh, you hate <laughs> anthologies. I do. Brianna. But. Oh my God. So when I was in the library, uh-huh. I was trying to find witchy books. And this was before I enlisted my apparently magical husband to help me find Oh yeah. Books. This one and this one uh, yeah. and this one. Mm-hmm. Um, of the, literally of the six books that I took out of the library, he chose 
four of them. So nice. Um, but this one was called Hex Life. Uh, it's edited by Christopher Golden and Rachel Autumn Deering. Um, and it's just just a litany of female authors writing little short stories about witches. Nice. Um, so I found this one and I picked it up and I was like, oh, fine, whatever. Like, I hate anthologies, but I'll just grab it because it's witchy and I can't find anything other, anything else that's witchy. Uh-huh. And I loved it. Uh-huh. I loved every okay. story. Okay. I mean, how many stories were there? So many. <laughs> <laughs> like, at least 10, I think 10, between 10 and 15. Short stories? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I... I loved it. It was really good. I didn't think that I liked anthologies. Turns out that I liked this anthology. I mean, um, that is... But to be fair, like, I've been obsessed with, like, witches, witchy culture, yes. witchy things for, like, uh, forever. Right. Um, And so I thought these stories were also really well written. Uh, so one of the things that I ha- was annoyed by by some of the other anthologies that I read is that it felt like... Like, I was just dropped into action and I didn't know what was happening. Mm. And it was too short for me to, like, care about the people or, like, you know. And so i just read the story and be like, ugh, whatever. It didn't really, like, impact me in any way. Right. And for some reason, I don't know why, but these stories were just so much more, like, grabbing right at the start. Like, even one story that was definitely set in a world that I've never read before, um... Like, it gave enough information that I was intrigued immediately and, like, Mm. almost, like, I think I'm actually going to go try and find the books and read the actual, like, books because the short story was so intriguing that I was like, oh. So they're part of larger Yeah, like, it's part, well, this one was. Not all of them are, but this particular one, which, of course, I didn't write down any names, (laughs) But this particular story was set in, like, a world. Like, I think it was called, like, the Hellraiser world or the Hellbound world or something. But it was set, like, in a world uh, that it had, like, the name of the story and then said, from blah, blah, blah. And yeah. so I'm going to go try and find those and see if I like them. Yeah. Um, but I just, it was so fascinating. All of these stories were good. They were captivating. Like, I just kept reading. So you don't hate anthologies. So I don't hate anthologies. Interesting. I think I just need to find the right anthologies. Right. Yeah. Because I have nothing against, like, short stories. I think short stories can be really well written. Mm. I think they can be super impactful. Like, um... It's all, you know, those, like, two-sentence horror stories oh, and yeah. stuff? Like, I fucking love those. They're so good. So, clearly, I like short stories. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think some of the other ones that I read, they just... Mm, I don't want to be, like, rude about it. <laughs> but looking at some of the authors from Hex Life, uh, they're, like, really veteran authors. Mm. So, like, Rachel Autumn Deering writes one. She's a veteran author. So, uh, Kelly Armstrong, veteran author. Right. Like, all of these people, those are the only two I can remember. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> all of these people that were writing, um, like, a lot of them had a lot of writing under their belt. So I feel like they have more of a, a knowledge of how to do, like, like, storytelling in such a short way. Short stories are hard. Well, because you need to be able to captivate the audience, give them enough information, yeah. and bring it to a resolution Yeah. in, you know, yeah. 
a chapter. A chapter, yeah. <laughs> so, like... When we did short stories in my creative writing class at college, yeah. like, it was hard. And I wrote a short story. I think you read it. I did. I yeah, loved thanks. it. Thanks. But I was just like, I don't know how to make this captivating. Yeah. Right? Like, well, and I was worried that it was so, like, cliche. Uh, yeah. Well, there's so much knowledge, like... Because even writing just a short story, like, you have a whole world yeah. in your brain about it. Yeah. And so, like, how much of that knowledge can you really impart in mm. five to ten pages, know. you know? And, like, that's one of the thing with, like, short films. Like, I have a short film that I wrote, the mm. script that I wrote. I haven't read it yet, but it's on my list. I just don't have Wi-Fi at home, so I can only do Wi-Fi I can things. I print it for you. I want that would be real nice. Okay, I can print it for you. Um, but I can only do Wi-Fi things at, at places with Wi-Fi, like yeah, your house yeah, and work. Uh, work. Yeah, no, and that's fine. Um, but, like, it's, like, 14 or 15 pages. And in reality, like, if I want to get that shot right now, I need to cut that by half. Which is why. Right? Like, how do I? Because when you read it. And it's, like, maybe it's very easy to just, like, oh, well, you don't need this, you don't need this, you don't need this. But, like, the thought of... But it's, like, your little baby. Yeah. It's, like, how do I make this even shorter but still as impactful? Yeah. Um, So, but I really want to shoot it. I've been trying to find some ways to, like, find funding. Or find funding, yeah. Yeah. Um, But it's, it's not easy. No. Yeah. But yeah, I think what it is about anthologies that I didn't like is that um I really want to be like taken into a story and in in this anthology in Hex Life, mm. there was probably only like two or three of the stories and like I said there's like 10 to 15. Mm-hmm. There was probably only two or three that I was like, "Ugh, whatever, I read that." Like right. most of them I I was like, "Oh, that was so good." Or I like like, thought about it afterwards and was just, like, oh, man, like, I'm still thinking about this. Mm. So, yeah, something about just, like, the the storytelling in this one was really good. Yeah. Um, uh, I think part of it was that it was all female authors. <laughs> <laughs> I have a preference. I, I did not know that I had such a preference yeah. until we started this. Talking about it. Yeah, until we started this podcast, I started talking and I had, like, a list of all the books that I had read and the fact that, like, four of them in the last, like, year yeah. have been men. Yeah. Like. Although, um, for, <laughs> for No Not November, I laugh every time I talk about this. Um, I'm going to read some Stephen King. Uh, Stephen King has released. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah no I Romance. Like, yeah, I was like, yeah. No, yeah. Um, I'm, Stephen King has released a new book called Fairy Tale. Um, and it's, like, a little bit of a departure from his, like, horror roots, mm. where he writes a literal fairy tale. Interesting. Um, but, I mean, the fairy, the original fairy tales Were the Grimm Brothers, and they're very horror. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but I read his little blurb, and it, it said in there, like, Stephen King asked himself in 2020 what book he would write if he had no expectations, and this was the book that came out. Interesting. So, yeah. So, I'm very interested mm. to read it. One of my coworkers, uh, sometimes in our morning meetings at work, we talk about books that yeah. we've read, obviously. Like, right. we work in a bookstore. Yeah. Um, but one of my coworkers was talking about it, and it sounded so intriguing. Mm. So, I'm going to pick that one up. I have a couple of others. I'm going to finally read fucking 1984. Oh, uh-huh, Yes. <laughs> 
honestly cannot believe that you haven't read it. Mm, I've read almost no classics. Yeah. Like, I've read Lolita, which was creepy. Um, but, yeah, I've got a, a few that I have my eye on. Yeah. So, Fairy Tale by Stephen King is one of them. Yeah. So, look forward yeah. to that in November. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because, like, my mom was... So, my mom is moving into, like, they're building an apartment in the basement of the house. Okay. And then TJ, Julie, and Jetson are moving into the main part oh, of the okay. house. Yeah. And so, mom is... I mean, it has, like, a separate entrance, so... Yeah. And, yeah. like, well, there's two doors in the basement, and half of the basement has never been finished. Like, the laundry side has yeah, yeah, never yeah. been finished my whole life. And so, they're finishing that and make like, it into an apartment for my your mom. Your mom's going to live there. Yeah. And they're going to take over the main house? Yeah. That's really cute. Yeah, like, generational living. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's weird because, like, the renovations that they're doing, even to the main part of the house, it's not going to look like the same house at all. Yeah. And, Mom, so I like asked... your childhood home yeah, is kind of going away. Yeah. Like, yeah. even the backyard is... You've been to my mom's yeah, house? Yeah, where it's got so that big got, hole. Yeah. Hole. Hill. Hill. But they filled in a lot of that. Oh, and I'm like, this is so weird. Right? Like, so, Just to make it a little safer for Jetson? Well, because they want to build a garage on the bo- the very, very bottom. Right. And then have, like, a pool and stuff on the okay, upper yeah. level. Um, but I asked mom, I'm like, how do you feel about the home that you've yeah. lived in for 35 years? Being transformed in such a way that it's yeah. like unrecognizable. Yeah. And she's like, I'm fine with it. And she asked how I felt. And I was like, I'm just glad that the house is still in the family. Like, yeah, that it's not just being sold off because your mom doesn't need that much space right. or like Yeah. Whatever. Cause mom's like, I don't need this much space. I yeah. have so much stuff. But one of the things is like, she's getting rid of a bunch of stuff and she had boxes of books from... Uh, my aunt's ex-husband um, <laughs> and um, I so she's like did you want any of these books and so I went over the other day and I looked through them and a couple of, like I pulled out two but they're both Stephen King books oh yeah and so one of them is Salem's Lot because Ooh. it gets it gets talked about so much like it is very such, very good right it's it's definitely one of those like peak 90s 2000s horrors like yeah. it, it is a very well written very good horror yeah and like yeah. it's referenced so, so much often. that i'm like i should really yeah read this. i um, think you'd like it yeah i liked it i've read some stephen king i've read some like technological horrors as well like mm, like cell did you read cell I by stephen king no no okay. no um I read Dreamcatcher. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, but I read one. I don't even remember what it's called or who it's by. I read it okay. in first year university, like first year at Mount A. And it was about these little, like, tiny little nanobots Ooh. that could, like, like they were helpful. Like, they were kind of like, mm-hmm. like robotic bees and stuff like that. But then, of course, as technology and robotics does, they developed their own intelligence mm-hmm. and, um, and started like fucking with the humans. Right, and yeah. it was it was impossible to stop them because they were so small. So people yeah. would think they were in these airtight places, and they and wouldn't they weren't. Oh, it's right? so cool. Yeah, and oh god, I don't remember the name of it at all. Yeah, but I remember reading it at night in my bedroom and being like, I should not be reading this right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, Oh, you you go and well, I was just gonna say, and so I forget what the other. I mean, I can look, or I don't know if you can see the two books on the top of that shelf. There's like Salem's Lot, and then another one. Can you read it? Oh, I can't read it. Oh, Ninja will bark like crazy. Salem's Lot and. 
Oh, he's doing so good. He's not barking, and Brianna's quite close. Under the dome. Oh, okay. Yes. And so okay. it's funny because um, when I picked up Under the Dome and I turned it over to read the back of it, there's a picture of Stephen King on the back. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> this is what Stephen King looks like? Like, I was full on expecting, um, like, like, a George R.R. Martin, Martin type thing. Look. Like no. a grizzly, you know, and... And I said that to mom when she got home and she's like, oh no, Stephen King is quite handsome. And I was just like, I mean, mean, no, I I can, I agree in some ways. He's very, um, like put together. What am I trying to say? I was going to text you back and be like, yeah, I thought he would look, he would look like creepier, but I was at work and I got busy. Oh yeah, that's fine. Um, so yeah, I thought he would look very different. He is very much a like. A person where you look at him and you're like, mm, he had a goth phase in his youth. Mm, like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, even, like, as, like, an adult, you can tell that, like, he's got, like, a, a darkness kind yeah. of a little bit. Yeah. But, um, if yeah. you've never seen him, look, look him, him up. up. Yeah. It's just really funny. <laughs> um. So, when I was younger, so when I was in my, like, teens, tweens, tweens, teens. Yeah. So, um... My mom introduced me to Stephen King and Dean Koontz because that's what she was mm, reading at the time. Maybe that was a Dean Koontz book. Might it? be, honestly. Yeah. Um, and so my first Stephen King book was Bag of Bones. Oh, uh, yes. Um, which, which they made a TV series of they and did. filmed it here in Nova Scotia. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember a lot about the plot, but I do remember enough that, that his storytelling was really fascinating to me. Mm. And I was like, ooh, like, I want to read more. And then I just, like, started reading, like, Stephen King and Dean Koontz almost, like, Oh, my God. Exclusively. <laughs> um, but I do remember reading Stephen King's It. And I... I haven't read it. Oh, holy shit, it's terrifying. Yeah. I was reading it, like you said, like, at night, going, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I had to start reading that exclusively during the the day, day Mm -hmm. because it was genuinely so scary. There are episodes of Supernatural that I can only watch in the the daytime. Yeah. Yes. We're re... Well, not right now, because we don't have Wi-Fi, but we're Mm. re-watching... I'm (laughs) re-watching. Tristan's watching for the first time Supernatural. Right. Um, well, and I am having a grand old time. It's so good. I was gonna, I meant to text you and be like, bring your devices so that you can download episodes Ooh, while you're yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have brought my computer or something. Yeah. But, um, so, what was I, oh, Stephen King. <laughs> I was like, what was I talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it scared the living shit out of me. It was so scary. Yeah. But then I read, um, fucking, what is it called? Fuck. Uh, <laughs> oh no the miss no there's like a movie of this one hearts hearts in atlantis i got it okay you look it up stephen king stephen king for sure it's something hearts in atlantis hearts of atlantis um hearts in atlantis yes okay so i read that in like grade nine um and we, at the time, in school, mm-hmm. was we were reading The Giver. <laughs> I've still never read that book. Um, it's it's interesting. Yeah, that's uh, it's definitely like young, like young teen mm-hmm. story. Right. Um, I think it's it's definitely a book that's very fascinating to read because it's like dystopian. This is by Lois Lowry. Mm-hmm. Um, dystopian, 
post-apocalyptic kind of read um, that is really fascinating, honestly. Like, if you've never read it, it's it's a good, quick read gonna, as well. I'm going to put a hold on it in the library. <laughs> cool. Um, and it definitely earns the the awards that it's had. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it won maybe the Pulitzer. It's definitely won a couple of, like, really uh, in- I can tell cool you because it's on the awards. cover. Uh, well, I can't zoom in there, but it's, something. it's some sort of a one a lot. Yeah. Um, Newberry medal oh, is what okay. it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so at the time, and I don't know why we did this, but we were reading the giver and then we watched the movie hearts in Atlantis. And I know, I have no idea why. I literally could not tell you. All right. I think it's got, like, a similar, like, uh, because Hearts of Atlantis is a story of, like, a young boy who, um, like, makes a, has, like, a friendship with, like, an older man. Um, and, like, it's, like, a, a really interesting story. It's not as horror-filled oh, as, okay. like, it. As it. <laughs> like, it's definitely one of Stephen King's less horror-y books. Um... But I think because it has a similar storyline where, like, the giver is about a young boy getting stories told to him mm. by an old man. Like, I think it just was like, look how these books influence other books. Yes. Yeah. Um, but when our fucking Mademoiselle Fox, because I was in French immersion at yeah. the time, um, but she was our, she was like a, the our English teacher that year... She was also some of our French teachers, but she was covering someone's maternity leave. Mm. Um, and she was like, we're going to watch Hearts in Atlantis. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. I read that book. And she just goes, no, you didn't. And I was like, mm, yes, I did. Oh, my God. And she's like, no, that's far above your reading level. And I was like, what? Bitch. <laughs> like, I got, I still, to this day, have such ferocious <gasps> anger with inside me about this moment because she literally was like, there's no way you could have read Hearts in Atlantis. It's too long. It's too high of a reading level. And I'm like, bitch, what? Whoa. Just because, Just because these other plebeians in my fucking class are reading The Giver and that's their reading level yeah. does not mean that my reading level is that. I'm like, fuck you. Wow. And so for the rest of the year, because I was also at that time reading Outlander. Yeah. And so for the rest of the year, I just kept bringing in Your my books. Outlander books <laughs> and I just did not give a fuck no. about her because I was like, fuck you. I read books like this all of the time. Yeah. Like I was so pissed oh and little God. like 14. Well, I think it was like 13 at the time. Cause I'm always like a year younger than yes. you're, like meant to yeah, be. Yeah. Cause your birthday's in August. <clears throat> little oh, fucking... I was like, your birthday's in August, and then I had this panic moment like, of like, is your birthday's in August? <laughs> yes. Well, I was like, is your birthday in August? Fuck. Yes. Um, oh. But, yeah. So, uh, Mademoiselle Fox, I fucking hate you still. So, if you're listening... No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> you absolutely oh. would. But, no, I was so pissed. Because no, I was like, yes, fair. I did read Hearts in Atlantis. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Yeah. No, that's so, fair. Yeah. That, like, it was funny, because I was talking about, like, teachers who negatively influenced my life mm. to like Mademoiselle this, fucking Fox. Yeah, yeah. To this like cause one of this one of these other background actors yes, was a retired yeah. teacher. And um because I've had he, I've had teachers that positively oh, yes. influenced my life. Like Absolutely. many, many teachers, but many. only a couple that had, like like said one thing, thing and it just Yeah. Yeah, because I had an English teacher tell me that I'm not a strong writer. <gasps> Bitch. 
False. Right? Um, which I've come to realize I'm not a strong analytical writer. Oh, but you are a strong creative, creative writer. writer. But yeah. she didn't... She didn't specify. No, she, she just said you're yeah. not a strong writer. Because I was going into university. Mm-hmm. She's like, um, this is not university level writing. Ugh. Um, and then the drama teacher who was like, I want actors I can teach to sing, not singers I can teach to act. Oh. Because I didn't get in the musical for two years. That's so mean. Right? I told my mom that because I don't, I guess I had never told her. And mom's like, what's her name? Oh, I was like, mom! Like, mom, I'm a not, bear moment. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go find her This was her literally today. like two months ago. And she's like, what's her name? I was like, mom, I'm not like, telling you. No. Like, your mom still works in the school. She does. But like this yeah. this teacher, I don't think still works in the school. Yeah. Um, she's now a published author and like stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm not, no, I'm not playing that game. So I, yeah. didn't, I didn't give either of their names. But um, yeah, I've had two yeah. teachers just make little comments like that where I'm like, Okay, well, I guess I'm not good at this. I had my acting dreams dash twice mm. where I went out for a couple of roles. One was the Queen of Hearts in Alice in Wonderland yeah. when we put that on as a play. Because my school did one musical, one play. Right. So like, it's like one musical, one year, a play the next year, a musical, a play. A yeah. Musical, a play. Yeah. Um, because musicals were, like, it was too much money to put on every mm. year. Yeah. <laughs> because you need to hire an orchestra and like, whatever, or like a band and whatever. Yeah. So Musical director and. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one year I went out for the Queen of Hearts, um, and got the, like, courtier, basically, of my whole role was to say one line and give, uh, (laughs) balloons filled with helium to them to act as, like, croquet balls. Oh, yes. So it created this really, like, funny moment where, like, I came out with, like, balloons and then would, like put them on the ground but they would just start floating <laughs> so really great it was yeah it was a fun thing I was just really pissed and yeah. also one of my like childhood friends got the main role and I was so jealous mm. like so jealous about it but yeah anyway and then the other time was that I had auditioned for Sandy in Greece mm. and at the time like I was a, a blonde haired I could sing is all you know and another person in our choir in my choir at the time, got the role of Sandy, and it was fine. Yeah. Um, but I was angry. Yeah. Because I was, again, put into, like, a um, chorus, like chorus role. role. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. I basically, with those two times, was like, fine, I will never be an actor. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but I think the thing is that I just don't audition very well. Yeah. Um, which is fine. Is, auditioning is a skill of its own. It is, yeah. And it's fine that I don't, because, like, that's not, like, I realize now that I don't want to be, like, super famous or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if this podcast takes off and we get famous, I will embrace it. But, like... But this is you being you. This is just me being me. Right. This isn't, yeah. So, um, but, yeah, I didn't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was so... It was so, like, heartbreaking to, like, want something so badly and then to be given what I felt was, like, a brush-off bit role. Yeah. Um, And you know how they're like, there's no small no. parts. And I'm like, bullshit. And I mean, there, it was, <laughs> there, isn't. there isn't. And I get that now as an adult. But, but yeah. that rejection yeah. as a kid, yeah. like, as a teenager was so heartbreaking to me that I just, I was... Like, I was like, well, I'm never going to do this ever. And it had been my plan to go into, like, musical theater because Mm. 
you know, I'm kind of a dramatic human. No. Um, hashtag Leo, but... <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so it was a little heartbreaking, but... Yeah. Yeah, the one teacher that I really fucking hated was yeah. Mademoiselle Fox. If you're um, listening. If you're listening, um, I just want you to know that I absolutely did read Hearts in Atlantis, and when you said that, it made me not trust teachers. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. I was like, okay, you're putting your own feelings onto mm-hmm. me, and that's bullshit. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I just have to yell this out there. You guys don't have to be quiet. You can talk. <laughs> okay, I'm just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so. I remember in grade three, we were doing, I think it was Charlie Brown's Christmas yeah. in my class. Yeah. And I auditioned for... I forget if it was Lucy or somebody, but I still mostly went by Nicole at that time. Oh, yeah. And there was a girl in my class named Nikki. Okay. And she was in grade four and I was in grade three because I was in a three, four split. Yeah. And I just, I think out of my own habit, I wrote Nikki on the sheet that that's what I wanted. And I don't even think there were auditions. Like, I think it was just like you wrote down what you wanted. And so she gave it to Nikki. Because you were going by Nicole. Yeah. And so oh. I was so upset. So that so the teacher wrote in a character for me. No, that's so cute. She had like two lines. We named her Buffy. Like it was. Oh. Because <laughs> like, you know, I was in grade three in 1997. And so Buffy the Vampire Slayer was like. Yes. Because yeah. I was watching Buffy. Like. I missed that yeah. boat, unfortunately. Oh, I'm I'm rewatching it now. Like, I can't do it. I I tried. We tried. What? I tried to watch what? Buffy and what? Um, Tristan tried to watch Battlestar Galactica because I loved Battlestar Galactica, like the reboot or whatever. Yeah. But like, um, I tried to watch Buffy and I got maybe like a season in and then was just like, I can't do this. What? And it's so heartbreaking because I want to love what? Buffy. Oh my god! But I, it's a struggle. I think I just missed it. It's like how people really love Friends, and I'm just like I'm laxed. Yeah, like, I just don't I'm like, care. Meh. Um, did you ever watch? Oh, was it Sweet Valley High, the one on the cruise ship with Ryan Gosling, young Ryan Gosling? I definitely didn't, but I do know what you're talking about. But yeah. I definitely didn't watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I watched episodes here and there because it was on YTV. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, what else was I gonna say about something? Oh, have you been watching um House of the Dragon? No, but mostly because I also missed the Game of Thrones hype. In Which, that, like, you don't even really... It's, like, House of the Dragon know, like, is set, like, Matt 200 Smith years. is in it, um, and people... <laughs> I saw a lot of memes for a bit about how people were like, why do I find this man attractive? <laughs> well, and it's... So, Amy McNee, yeah. she's losing her mind because she's, like... All of you people jumping on the, oh, Matt Smith is attractive train. I've been, I've on, been this. on this. Yes. For, and I'm like, yeah. I've been on this uh, since his Doctor Who days. Yep. Um, yep. Now, to be fair, he came right after David Tennant, and that broke my fucking heart uh-huh. when David Tennant left, because uh-huh. that that episode oh. was, oh, the way he goes, I don't want to go. I'm like, oh, oh. I don't want you to go. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah. Three years of, three years of the 10th Doctor. But then three uh, years of the eleventh Doctor. Did you know that Billy Piper, who plays Rose, yeah, calls calls him David Tennant. 
Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. And I'm like, oh, they fucked. Oh, they definitely <laughs> they did. definitely fucked. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot that's of really David funny. Tennant facts. Sorry, um, friends. No, I mean, that's... I'm a little obsessed. Just a little bit. My favorite, my absolute favorite, 100%, the best wedding gift I ever received was a few of my friends went to Montreal oh, Comic Con yes. the year that we got married and got David Tennant and Alec Kingston to sign a card for us. And so I have David Tennant's signature. Yeah. And it says, congratulations. And I'm like, oh my God, he yeah. wrote my name. <laughs> and he said it right. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll uh, I'll let that die. No, <laughs> no, we will not let that die. All right, we'll that get, is one of my the it's funniest. So funny. In my mom told me like when we were growing up um, about some of the funnier moments at her wedding um, and how they're the things like my parents are not together anymore and she still thinks fondly about mm. these moments. Um, one of them was that at one point they had to kneel on some stairs. Oh, yes. <laughs> and her dress was satiny and she started slipping down the stairs. And she's like, I have no idea what the pastor was saying because your dad was trying to hold me onto the stairs and we were just laughing, like, but trying not to laugh because it was like a prayer kind of moment. And she's like, it's one of my fondest moments, but it is a thing that went wrong. Yeah. Um, and to me, it's that same thing where, like, I said my own name wrong, but it was fucking funny. Yeah, especially after your dad said, I, Brianna, and you went, I, Brianna. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Uh, it's so good. And yeah. then also because um, I'd just been happening to, when I got stung by the bee, like, yes. I was, like, taking photos with my dad, oh. and I was still smiling because we were taking, like, posed portraits. Yeah. And I was smiling and it just said through my teeth, like, I just got stung by a bee. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad was like, was like what? <laughs> it was really funny. Oh, my God. Uh, very good moments. Yeah. But those are a couple of moments that kind of went wrong. Quote unquote. Quote I, unquote. I love that I quote unquote to the mic. <laughs> as if you can as hear. If like, <laughs> well, I think because I was thinking of like, it's a camera, so I have to make sure it can see my fingers. <laughs> so. <laughs> but yeah, like quote unquote, it went wrong. Um, we're doing oh, air quotes. We're doing air quotes, but you can't In see front it. Of the microphone. Can you hear it? of the dragon is because like it's all over my tiktok right now like like um interviews with the actors and stuff like that and one of the ones that i watched recently was like the four main actors so like Mm -hmm. um allison like not the young allison and young rainiera but like allison and rainiera and then the king um and then damon who matt Matt smith Smith. yeah plays and um the question is who hated their wig most and it's like matt matt Matt, (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely Matt. And Matt goes, me. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fearsome wig. Yeah. But like Emma. Very strange. But Emma Darcy wears also Also, a fearsome wig because her their hair is like like yours, like very short and everything. But in House of the Dragon, it's like longer than mine. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and so it was just funny. Yeah. Everyone is very much on like the, what is the non-binary term for daddy, daddy. because of Emma Darcy <laughs> and every, yes. did you see the one I sent you where yes. it's like, they're talking about like, Negr- Negroni, uh, yeah. Negroni, and like, blah, blah, blah. And then did you <laughs> see the Prosecco. one I sent after that? Yeah. Where they're like everyone better. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we had to stock up on all of this, like Prosecco with Negroni and yeah. all of this. And then we sold out. Yeah. Um, and it's, <laughs> just so funny i just just because her voice is so yes, good it's so this good. one wait 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 what is the most respectful way i can call this non-binary person Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and who's um, that? That's, that's Emma Darcy who plays. Yeah, but the the person. Oh, E one E four N zero R five. So like Eleanor's, but like with oh letters. Anyway, yeah, or okay. letters. Fuck with numbers. Numbers. <laughs> but then people are like Guardian, Zaddy, Master, Daze. Yeah. Well, I'm like whatever. Um, the Honestly, way the way they say with prosecco in it, it's like mm-hmm. with prosecco. In their it. ma- so, their majesty. Mm, yeah, yeah, fair, fair. Yeah, but oh, it's just so so. Like they're all over my feed right now, yeah. and I'm not mad about it. No. Also, okay, every time I open TikTok, I have <laughs> to go to my profile. Because of this fucking video. Oh my god, I keep seeing your, just like your response videos to people like, um, I couldn't bite down. Yeah. Like, it was, it's like, so funny. I'm like, how unclear. I love that one with like Cynthia just like pops oh, her Oh yeah, in. yeah, yeah, yeah. We were rock climbing because someone said, um, someone just said, huh, like H-U-H. And yeah. there was no question mark. There was nothing. Like, and I was like, is that a question, a question or, or, a... or a comment? And then like, Cynthia pops her head in. <laughs> But that video now has 427.7 thousand views on it. It has almost 13,000 likes. And I'm like, what? Like, I'm up to 362 followers, which is, does, like, that's not a lot, but like, it's over a seven. But it's over a hundred more than I had a week ago. And so I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, it's so many. Um, So, yeah. I, uh, every time. And I'm like, I don't even know what else to put up anymore. Like, <laughs> I have reached peak content. You're, you've reached peak content. Now all of your content is just going to be you, like, biting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I wish I took more videos of me biting things before surgery. <laughs> so that I could compare, like, yeah. biting a pizza, biting yeah. a burger, biting corn on the cob. Yeah, Tristan has that same, he has an yeah. open bite as well. Um, and it's really interesting to watch him, like, <laughs> like bite like tear at uh-huh. like his molars yeah yeah um, because he can't his teeth don't touch no nope. the front like growing up and people like you know using duct tape or whatever oh just rip it just with rip your it. teeth i'm he like i literally his, can't he uses his eye teeth like the pointy one yeah he uses that a little bit because he has like a really pointy yeah. it's like almost like a canine like ah. uh-huh um so he uses those to just like rip it a little yeah but i just use i like Right teeth, because but couldn't do that. You couldn't do that. No, you can now. I can now, but I still don't, because I'm like uh, I don't think it's like that good for your teeth. Yeah. Like I know that um I like, <laughs> you know the like um little 
like the tag holders that like like the plastic the plastic things? ones yeah. i bite through them with my teeth you're absolutely not supposed to do i that. just rip them what are you hulk no <laughs> no you don't just what just rip them i've never been able to do that what that's why i have to bite through them so I always, like, the side that has the tag on it, yeah. I put my thumb on the piece of plastic, and I yeah. put my hand on the other side, and then I hold the other side with my hand, and I just pull Okay. Pull it. I've never been... <laughs> <laughs> like, isn't that how you take them I off? I guess. And somebody's going to be like, use fucking scissors. Use scissors. <laughs> like, no, actually, the way you do it is you <laughs> cut through it. Um, but no, I just, I bite through them. And I had one person tell me one day, they're like, that's really bad for your teeth. And I was like, cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> thank you. Thanks. Yeah. I'm not going to stop doing it, but thank you. No, <laughs> no, no, not going to stop. So while I was driving here today, uh-huh. I drove by one of my favorite, like, nature things. Um, so on mornings when it's like kind of cold, you know how like mist yes. like rises from on the, the ground and between like between Larry on Tech and Hammond's Plains. Yes. Yeah, I know exactly where that yes. is. It's so beautiful. It's my favorite thing in the world. Um, I, I just, I love fall for yeah. that because it always yeah. happens during fall. Like it does happen other times yeah, of the year. Yeah, but like but fall is like. Fall is like, like the peak time for it. Plus yeah. it's all, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Like all the, the colors and the whatever. Like I'm very grateful to live in Canada where it's so beautiful. Yeah. Like, yeah. We went down to the valley yesterday and oh. like I took a couple videos like, cause you know when you cross the hill at exit 10 at Wolfville yeah. and you can see like, so um, pretty, it's like the look the Blomidon and yes. everything. And I'm just like, it's so fucking gorgeous, but a it's, video does not, it doesn't do capture it. it. No. no. Um, but the colors were so nice. So vivid, sunny. so beautiful. It's part of the reason I wanted to get married. We're talking a lot about my marriage, but, it's um, fine. it's part of the reason I wanted to get married in the fall. Yeah. Like I've always wanted to get married in the yeah. fall. If we ever get married, it'll be in the fall. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Um, yeah. I wanted all those like beautiful colors as a backdrop. Cause I thought that like my dress would really pop against it and it did. It did. Yeah, um, it was so pretty. Now I'm gonna have to post like a couple of photos. Yep. for my wedding. Post a carousel. Great, fine. I'll do it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So that's just it was so beautiful driving to your house mm. this morning. Yeah. Also really funny because <laughs> I got here much earlier than I intended to. You pulled out. I heard your radio and I was like, it's ten two. Brianna's here. Um, yeah, which is I fine. Speed. It's just a thing. Same. I go at least 10 over the speed limit everywhere I go. Um, with the one exception being school zones, because I do not want that fucking fine. Uh, no. It is double yeah. in school zones in Nova Scotia. I don't know if it's everywhere, but definitely in Nova Scotia. What are they? Cooking? Bacon. Mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> but so I, um, yeah, what was I talking Driving. I got distracted speeding. by bacon. Speeding. I speed. Yeah. Uh, but usually there's enough traffic. Oh, to yeah. Like, buffer. To like buffer it. Yeah. So <laughs> if, there's, if there's no traffic, it takes me 20 minutes to uh-huh. get to your house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did not factor in that today was a holiday and there would be no, no traffic. traffic. Nope. So, uh, but yeah, it, mm. it was a nice little drive. I liked the, the like fall mist, foliage. The fall foliage. Um, I was just thinking back to like five years ago ah! and like what it was like to be getting ready for my wedding, like yeah. knowing that it was in a few days and, and also, um, I had taken the entire month of October off, off of work. Oh yeah. Because right after our wedding, we went, um, stayed mm. in Bridge Water. 
which one which one's close to annapolis royal bridgetown bridgetown i always get this wrong <laughs> bridgewater's on the south shore so um tristan's best friend's aunt who is his aunt hez <laughs> because nova scotia <laughs> but um heather cunningham i love her hello mm. uh, i don't think she listens <laughs> <laughs> Um, they own a property up in Bridgetown. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went up and we stayed there, uh, and for our honeymoon, it was very lovely, very, uh, cozy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that, we, I immediately went on tour with Zara for Fatty Legs. Right. So that was five years ago now. Yeah. Um, and one of my students saw that show. Yeah, that's so wild yeah. to me. Yeah, she finished that on Saturday when they were here for their lesson. Yeah. And she's and like, thanks so much for letting me read that. Oh my gosh, It's very topical because it is um, Indigenous Histories Month it in sure October. Is, yeah. So yeah. Um, if I hadn't done Witchy October, I would have done Indigenous mm. stories. But I am going to read one in November. I have a book. Um, it actually won the Canada Reads. Last oh, year. nice. Five Little Indians yes. by Michelle yeah. Good. I've heard it's really good. Yeah. So uh, Indigo, as a company, actually, mm. and they've done it again this year. Uh, they, for Indigenous Heritage Month, they give away books to their employees. Mm. Very specific ones. Like, they, they're like, you have the option of these three books. Right. Um, so last year, it was between Five Little Indians and another book. I'm sorry, I totally forgot. Oh, uh... Ten Things You Didn't Know About the Indian Act. Oh, yes. And I can't remember who the author was, but... um, Looking it up. uh, So that one, or Five Little Indians, and because I don't really read, like, uh, nonfiction, I went with Five Little Indians, but I haven't actually read it. That's my bad. (laughs) Yeah. But we got Um. it for free. Yes. 21 things you may not know. Yes. Oh. Sorry, 21 things. Uh, yeah. Bob Joseph. <clears throat> Bob Joseph. Yeah. Um, and this year it's between a few different titles, but the one that I chose was called Half-Breed Regalia. Jeez. Um, which is the story of, uh, it's, it's a memoir. It's oh, a memoir yes. of a whoever. I'm yeah. so sorry. Again, don't know. Um, no, half, half white regalia, half something regalia. <laughs> oh, half bads in white regalia by Cody. Katano. Katano. Um, sorry if we're so that I one. chose that one because I, it sounds very fascinating. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, as young, young teenagers, they get almost like a, abandoned through like a bunch of series of things but they end up living on their own and trying to like uh not have the reputation that a lot of like native people have Mm -hmm. um in like indigenous people in everywhere but in canada there's a lot of stereotypes about them being like bad people like um you know like troublemakers etc etc and so while trying to survive in base base poverty they were also trying not to have that connotation with them Mm. so it sounded really really interesting um the other couple of titles are also very interesting but this one in particular really called to me so yeah um i should be getting that soon soon and um i'm gonna be reading that as well in november so i know it's like a month late but (laughs) right here we are yeah um 
I was so. Oh, um, so Andrew and I are not going away the end of October. We were oh, supposed to go yeah. to Florida. Yeah. We decided not to go. Um, for a few different reasons, but okay. Um, so we will end up having an episode that week. But I think what we're gonna do instead. It just reminded me when you were like, "Yeah, we went to Bridgetown." I'm like, um, "Yeah." We're thinking about borrowing Andrew's dad's um RV. Ooh. Yeah, and taking it for a couple days somewhere. Because I have that week off from teaching. I'm going to use a couple of the days. Um, if I have students that have makeup lessons. Use those. Uh, use those then. Because um, they're already a like week that you've booked off. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's like an extra week. Um, and then. Um, yeah. We'll just take Ninja and like go glamp go, like, somewhere. Glamping. Yeah. We did yes. that for my birthday weekend <gasps> oh. back in 2019. We went up to Cape Breton. It was, yeah, it was really nice. It was a little bit too late for the colors. Like, yeah. most of the leaves had fallen by that point. But it was still really nice, and the weather was good. Like, it was really nice. sunny. Ninja did wonderfully, which I'm was awesome. I'm very much one of those people where, like, I don't mind camping, um, but I would prefer to do, like, cottage camping or RV camping. RV, yeah. So, like, definitely getting out there in nature, hiking, doing all those things, because I love that. Yeah. But I do want to be able to, like, come home to something warm something warm yeah and not just like a tent no although we did do uh what i call <laughs> truck bed camping Ooh. for my birthday a few years ago oh. and that was really fun um my we, cousin and his wife do that all the time yeah yeah uh we talked to some people there who had like an rv and they were like watching you too because they were like in a campsite kind oh of adjacent, yes and they were like watching you two camp reminds of us of when we were younger and Aww. we used to camp like this and basically we just like had a blow-up mattress that we put in the back like the truck bed yeah and then we put like a tarp over top of it so that if it rained or whatever we wouldn't get wet yeah um but yeah it was really cute really fun had a good time out there nice so. yeah so i think that'll be fun yeah um, but yeah Oh my god, your house smells incredible. I know. Right now. <laughs> I'm like, there is maple bacon out there, yes. and I want some so bad. So we're gonna have to wrap this. <laughs> up. <laughs> the bacon's calling, friends. It's it's so it smells so fantastic. But as we said, longer episode this week. So yeah. Hopefully this was entertaining for you. Yeah. It was entertaining um, for us. Thanks, Liz Parker, again. Yeah. For reaching out, we loved your book. Um, yeah. Sorry about all the spoilers. Every other author. <laughs> I know. When I was like, oh, shit, did we? Did I spoil that? Yeah, no, but no. I think um, with that one in particular, like, the storytelling, I'm just going to talk about it again, but, like, the storytelling is so gorgeous and so beautiful, mm. and the way that the story unfolds is just, like, so fascinating that I'm, like, I didn't want to spoil it because I want you to read it and come to your own conclusions right. and, like, but yeah. have that twist happen for you and, like... It's and then just, maybe have your own bourbon inspired. Yes, bourbon inspired um, fifth anniversary. Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really excited actually because I've never had bourbon. We did mm. on our first anniversary of dating. Yeah, we went to the fireside, which doesn't oh, exist yes. anymore. Yeah. Um, but we went to the fireside and we had these really good whiskeys. It was mm. the first time that we had had like top top shelf whiskey, yeah. and like crazy expensive for like we were working at like mcdonald's still like <laughs> we barely could afford this but right. we got like fancy dressed up and the waitresses were bitches to us they were not very nice nice but anyway um they don't exist anymore. we had no they don't <laughs> the waitresses do not exist anymore. oh no, no. i'm at the, I'm at the <laughs> restaurant know, just kidding oh. <laughs> but um yeah so we had some good whiskeys on our like 
first dating anniversary, mm. which was disgustingly mm. 11 years ago, um, in December. Yeah. Uh, but, or 10 years ago in December, because it was our first yes, anniversary. Yes, yeah. But, um, so we're going to basically, like, do a little recreation of that. Not at the fireside doesn't exist, but we're going to go find a place that sells some good bourbons. So yeah. we're going to have a little, That'd little sipping. Yeah. Tipplin. That'd be nice. Yeah. Tipplin. Tipplin. Um, yeah. You so, can listen to us. We can now say this on, on all, all major, major platforms. platforms. I found us on CastBox, yep. which is the podcast app that I use all the time. Yep. Um, I was very excited. I also Googled us and we were like, uh, to be fair, I did Google <laughs> books and bisexuals podcasts, but we were like the second yeah. um, result. Like, result, which yep. was super cool. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know how we got on CastBox because I, I have no idea I because I literally said to Tristan, we were at like the uh, library or something. And I'm yeah. like, oh, like, I wonder how you get on CastBox. And I was like, <laughs> like, oh, I'll just like check if we're on here for just reasons. Yeah. And then I was like, holy shit. Like, and so I'm the sole subscriber right now to wow, our channel nice. on CastBox. I don't have CastBox. Um, I love it. It's the one that I use yeah. all the time for podcasts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're but also on mo- sp- all major yeah. platforms. platforms. So CastBox, um, Spotify, Google, yeah. Apple, um, Instagram. Instagram at Books and Bisexuals, uh, where you can see us uh, interacting with author Liz Parker. <laughs> <laughs> we're never going to stop talking we're about this. We're never going to stop. Sorry, Liz. <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> um. Oh. And, uh, you, uh, I was also thinking that we could share our, our personal socials. Oh, yeah. Um, so mine's at Nikki.Rose.Martin. Yeah. And then I have already forgotten mine, but also my Instagram is private. So what I'm going to give you is actually my, uh, poetry one. Oh, you're going to give out the poetry one. Mm-hmm. Ooh. What is it? I think it's B. Ella's poetry. Don't don't go away. Yes, BLS underscore poetry. So at BLS underscore poetry. Um, check us out. Check us out. Yeah. Uh, little caveat that my poetry is very dark. So, <laughs> but that's okay because life is dark. Sometimes. Life is also dark sometimes. Yeah. Um, I cool. post sporadically, but yeah. when you do, it's you? nice. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you especially to Liz Parker for listening. <laughs> <laughs> now we're about to go have some, some hopefully leftover bacon. Hopefully leftover, who knows, but also a little coffee with a friend of the podcast. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. Love you.